you're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. We're back. It's been a while. Good to be here. Shed some light episode 134. Good to be here. Um, little bit of a hiatus there, just with uh, travel and holidays and all that kind of stuff coming up. But hey, we're back. I'm going to clear up some administrative business right off the top here. This will be the only episode coming out this week. Uh, next week... There will definitely be a Monday episode, potentially a Wednesday episode, nothing on Friday. So you can all mark your calendars, locked and loaded for the holiday season. Mark it up. But hey, boys are back. Shed some light, episode 134. Jack, how you doing on this Thursday? Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. I got no reason to complain. There you go. Actually, I do got a couple reasons, but I'm not going to complain about them, so... (laughs) It's uh, the eve of Christmas Eve right now. Fuck you. I hate people who say that. <laughs> I cannot stand the people who say that. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Fuck you. It is. Spot the lie. Yeah, well, guess what? Then we can just keep going back as far as we want. We could. And there's, like, there's got to be a cutoff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I'm and gonna... I'm standing on the fact that there's, a, there's just Christmas Eve and there can't be Christmas Eve Eve. I'm going to bring it up in like a show in like June. I'll be like, this is the eve Fourth of, of July eve of, eve. Of eve, of eve of the eve of the eve of the eve of Christmas Eve. Fourth of July <laughs> Eve. I'm actually putting those people on my shit list. People who say the eve of Christmas Eve. Fuck you. Or Christmas Eve Eve. One of the two. Fuck you. I also want to congratulate all of the listeners and us. Um, we, we made it through the shortest day of the year, the shortest amount of light. We passed the winter solstice. Didn't even notice. Big time. So, uh, okay. I think that's all I got right off the bat. You got anything else you want to jump into before sports? Not that I know of. No. All right. Oh, that's why we didn't record because for Monday's show, there was like no sporting events that had gone. Yeah. Out. The Bears hadn't played. Uh, the Bulls hadn't played. The Sox aren't playing. Did you see the thing that... Uh the White Sox have a more recent win in Chicago than the Bears do, and it's December. That sucks. That's tough. A lot. That's tough. So let's uh, let's jump right into some sports talk. You're going to want to stick around for the end of this show. We got some taste tests coming your way. But, uh, Jack, I'm throwing it over to you. Where do you want to start? I'll just get the bat out of the way. Yeah. What, the Bears? Bears. Lost. After further review, we suck. Again, an all-time hot mic moment. Yeah, that's like that's like a, a legitimate like top five hot mic moment. Yeah, and an, an A plus quote by whoever that guy is. I wonder if they found out who that guy actually is. I know he needs some recognition. Yeah, after further review, we suck. <laughs> Down seventeen to three in the fourth quarter is an all-time quote. So, Jack, you and I are watching the game together, and I know it's kind of a revisionist take because. You don't know how the rest of the game is going to play out. 
But like Nagy just being so stubborn headed and not kicking field goals on fourth downs. Like I know field goals aren't going to win you the game, but there was a lot of points left out on that field. The Bears played terribly, but still technically could have won that game. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about could have won that game. I mean, our offense was a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. You're not going to win that game, even if like even if the times where we debated. I was all for it going on, on fourth down. Like Eventually, you got to nut up or shut up. And I don't want to be playing it safe down 14 in the fourth. That's I want to be kicking field goals. Like I don't really give a fuck about that. I want to score points, and I want I want to I want to cut it down. So if it's a two score game, I want to fucking cut it to a one score game. You know? Yeah. I don't want to kick a field goal down fourteen, have it down eleven. That doesn't do me anything. I'm going for it every single time. So I don't. I'm not knocking him for that. It's just like, I mean, the offense was just fucking atrocious. Yeah. The whole game, it was like, what are we doing here? feel bad for the defense. Defense actually played pretty well. Right. And I was just like, holy shit. I feel bad for Justin Fields. This was yeah. just basically an entire waste of a year. Like, granted, he's making the big bucks, but, like, I feel like there was just zero professional development. Uh, Tavon Jenkins was the only one that had a little bit of a fucking spine out there. And I was I was happy to see that. He got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, but you gotta go and fucking defend your quarterback when he gets pushed out of bounds. Yeah. Even if it was a legal hit, like you gotta fucking rock and roll and you gotta go after any guy that hits your quarterback like that. And there was a there's a screenshot of him going after four guys and it's like Tavon Jenkins wanted all the smoke and I love every second of that oh, from yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how you do it. Uh, and I'll take that fucking penalty right there. I don't even care that we were, like, trying to make a drive out of it. It's fourth quarter. It's like, hey, we're still in this game. I don't care. Like, at the end of the day, even if we win that game, we're still not doing shit this year. So, like, fucking who cares? I'd rather have, like, you know, a building block where it's like, all right, this guy's got my fucking quarterback's back. So, Tavon Jenkins, thank you. Everyone else, go fuck yourself on that team. <laughs> Yeah, that was tough. Um, I don't know. The only reason to watch the Bears now is just to see Justin Fields. To see Matt Nagy look like a fucking idiot. That's what it is. He, like, never fails to amaze me about how stupid he is. Like, right as you get to a level where it's like, maybe Matt Nagy's not that dumb. And it's like, oh, just kidding. Very fucking stupid. What are your thoughts on the potential Ryan Day move? I'll take it. I'll take, swear to God, I'll take damn near anybody the only person i wouldn't take over matt Nagy right now is probably like urban meyer yeah other than that i'll take fucking i will take the like graphics coordinator from like the tampa <laughs> bay bucks at this point like some guy who's got no football knowledge and just fucking does the graphics for the bucks he's like that guy i'll take him anybody that's not in the front office of the bears it's good with me that's fair yeah, I don't know. Uh, interested to see what what happens in the offseason, what moves the Bears will make. Um, if we do want to talk about a highlight from the Bears game, Pat O'Donnell. We th- yeah, I think. It might be the long snapper. I thought it was the long snapper the first time this happened. I did too. I thought it was 48, whoever number 48 is. I thought it was 49. 49, one of the two. I don't know if it's, like that. I don't know if it's Pat O'Donnell or the long snapper. But he's got the best fucking celebration game in the NFL by a mile. 
by a fucking country mile. There's, there's there's an entire group of people like going at it on the sidelines, and he just comes running in like off screen, runs into the action, but not into the action, just around the back of the. Uh, yeah, it's forty eight. I swear to God, it's Patrick Scales, the long snapper. Patrick Scales. Okay, shout out to Patrick Scales. It's Patrick Scales or Pat O'Donnell, one of the two. I think it's Patrick Both Scales. Pats. I fucking love you, dude. I want you on this podcast. You are the fucking man. He's got, and he's, it's such like an old school, just like double fists fist in the pump, air. Alternating double fist pump. That's how I'm going to describe it. He, he had one. I want to say it was last year he had one. And I, I remember seeing it immediately. And it, was it was like the Tiger dying. Woods scoop almost. Yeah. I think he Tiger Woods scooped and then like double <laughs> fist, like what's up everybody. And I was just, I saw it immediately as it happened. And I was like, this guy's fucking hilarious. Electric. Factory. And then he just comes back again this time and just hits him with like a alternating single finger point in the air. Like almost like a fist pump, but with just the number ones going up. Like, dude, he is fucking an electric factory. Yeah. Yeah. That's the core of your team right there. It's Justin Fields, it's Tavon Jenkins, and it's fucking Patrick Scales. Big time. And that's how you get the team morale up. <laughs> yeah. I would I would love to know like what he does in the locker room. Like he just feels he feels like just a fucking I, funny guy. I want like a, a camera crew to follow him. Yeah. Just like through his everyday life. Yeah. Like I want to see this guy when like what's his first move when he wakes up in the morning? Like, what's his morning routine? I need to know more about this guy. Okay, it is Patrick Scales. I just watched the video again, 100% Patrick Scales. Let's fucking go. I bet he's, like, the coolest dad ever. I bet he's the fun dad. Probably. I bet he's the fun dad. He's, like, the true definition of the all-American dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a he's got a nice house in the suburbs, yep. fucking big backyard. He's got a trampoline and a pool back there. Oh yeah. He's fucking hosting the barbecues. Like the neighbors probably don't even know he's the long snapper for the Bears. No. No idea. He he's probably, like, oh that guy's got a pretty good job. Whatever he, he prob- does. He probably says he works for the Bears. That's probably yeah. what he says he does. <laughs> he's like, Oh, I work for the Bears. And they're like, Oh, like nice. And then like that's the end of it. And they're yep. like like just kidding, I'm the fuck. Wh- what play do you do? For the Bears. Oh, I I long snap it to our punter <laughs> i get a play started every once in a while yeah. if you know what i'm saying yeah like he just he's very cryptic about everything because he doesn't want he doesn't want the shine even though there probably isn't a lot of shine with being the long snapper that's why long snappers, own yeah long yeah oh yeah that's why you, that's why you fucking lets it rock <laughs> i just imagine like their neighbors like sitting there watching a bears game one day and they fucking see him Wait, and they're like what? running down like scales fucking isn't our neighbor name last name Scales? The kid runs over. Dad, Mister Scales, Scales is out on the field right now. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he's been. And he, I love it that he's been doing it for a while too. I know. Like it's not. It wasn't just like. And also, like I'm pretty sure we're down seventeen to three in that kick. Like he doesn't give a fuck about the score. No. All he's there to do is fucking celebrate. He's there to do his job wasn't, and celebrate. Wasn't even the fucking guy to make the tackle. He wasn't even remotely involved in the play. He comes in like. Five seconds late. <laughs> like, plays out of bounds. That everybody's getting up from it, and he's running in just, woohoo! Yeah, dude, what a guy. I love what that. I love this guy. Um, okay, any other Bears talk you want to get to? Um, I don't know, besides the fact that Matt Nagy looks like you know, basically officially to be fired, but like not really. They're just going to wait till the end of the season. Yep. Which is a fucking pussy move. Got the Seahawks this week, so that's cool. 
dead to me. <laughs> like IU football, dead to me. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to switch topics here to basketball. It was somewhat, it was going to be a big basketball week for the Shed Some Light fellas. Yeah, we were supposed to go to the Bulls game yesterday. Yeah, but that got canceled. Fuck you, Toronto. Thanks, Raptors. Stay healthy. Little bitch. Uh, we were at the Notre Dame game, Notre Dame yep. Western Michigan. Yep. Had some pretty sweet seats, thanks to Dad. Sat courtside. Dang good ones. Got Dad. eight steals right now. And uh, Notre Dame. Oh no, that's just in general. I thought those they were showing Dane Goodwin. I thought it was just his stats. I was like, those are fucking monster stats. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty sweet. I've I've been to a handful of Notre Dame basketball games this year. So they're an interesting they're, squad. Eh, yeah. They're very like, and you can almost tell it. Like when you're sitting so close to them, they are very much in their own heads. And I think the only person that isn't in his own head is Blake, Blake Wesley. Wesley. And because like you can tell by like body language, like when one of them misses a shot, it's like fuck. And then like Blake Wesley misses a shot, he's like, "Give me the ball right back, like I'll fucking shoot it again." Yeah. Like yeah. he's got. And then like they're passing up like open shots to like pump fake and drive. It's like, dude, fucking let it fly. Like this team's gonna live or die by the three point ball. And I'd fucking, if you're not shooting it against Western Michigan, you're not going to shoot it against, like, a Duke. Right. So, like, let it fly while you can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, like, they, they put together these really good games, like the Kentucky game, the Western Michigan game, and then they have other games like Boston College where they just get smacked by, like, 20 to 30 points. And I don't really know. Like, I, it's it's fitting that they're floating right around 500 because— I feel like that's an accurate depiction of them. They're either really good or yeah. really bad. And also, like, any team that ever has a big man is just going to fucking dominate us. Yep. So, there's that. Um, let me see here. Oh, one thing I wanted to uh, throw back to the Bulls here. You see, uh, remember Mac McClung? Yeah. Bulls signed him to a 10-day. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just get his, <laughs> like, it's like... Like swaggy Alex Caruso. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that happened. I hope they extend it because like his games are getting cut with all these things being canceled, but I wonder yeah, that does kinda suck. Like does like the ten day like contract go with like does he get like an extra couple days now? Yeah. Cause that's know. kinda fucked. If he know. doesn't. It's... Um who was it? Tyler Cook. Tyler Cook, they signed to, I want to say it was either a 10-day or like a G League contract because mm-hmm. everyone has COVID. He's been fucking awesome for the Bulls. Like just, and, and not in the way of like he's doing anything like crazy where it's like, oh, dude, did you see the play that like Tyler Cook had? Yeah. But he's just like, he's like, I'll fucking body up anybody and I'll, I'll like be scrappy and get a bunch of boards. He knows exactly what he needs to do and he does it. Right. So, fuck, I like you. Um, so going off the COVID thing, I I don't know if you saw, but on, uh, on Wednesday, the NCAA released a statement saying, you know, for all the remaining bowl games, teams can be considered, teams can win if the other team has to forfeit due to COVID ineligibility. And there is currently COVID outbreaks running through Alabama and Georgia. Georgia. And if we have to sit through a Cincinnati-Michigan national championship, I may jump out the window. Would that be the least legitimate championship of all time? Or would that be the, like, the most overlooked championship of all time? Uh, Probably. 
like to the fact that the point would be like uh like we look back on it a couple of years like oh who won like the 2021 national championship like who fucking cares yeah i mean that's that's how i would look at it i hate both of those teams so that would be like the ultimate lose lose scenario but like as as much of a diehard college football fan as i am if that ends up being the case that cincinnati and michigan advanced due to covid outbreaks and not actually beating bama and georgia i'm not sure how much of that game i would watch yeah i think i don't want that to be the case in pretty much anything but if you were gonna do it i'd be fine with bowl games i wouldn't be fine with the playoffs yeah like if it was like a bowl like a one and done bowl game and it was like yeah this team's got like like x amount of players out because of covid and then it's just like yeah fuck it we just don't really care about this i'd be like all right whatever but like if it was like the playoffs and it like it genuinely mattered who won these like first couple of games and they were like, yeah, we're just going to like cancel this one and you like, you win, like forfeit, like you win because of COVID. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, now I'm pissed. Yeah, for sure. And th- and it's not even like one of those things where like, like if Notre Dame was in that scenario and we were like the five seed and we were, or the four seed and we we're playing Bama and like we won because of COVID, I'd still be like, that kind of sucks. Fix it right there. Boom. Two teams get knocked out of the playoffs because Two of COVID. Get in. Five and six get in. I actually kind of do like that. That's how I we fix it. I do like that. That's how we fix it. Notre Dame, playoff team. I do like that a lot. That's a fucking great idea. Because then we would move up to... Oh, we'd no, move, we'd up, move to up to three. three. And play and Michigan. No, we'd play Cincinnati. Cincinnati would move to two. Michigan would move to one. We'd play Cincinnati in the, oh, in the playoffs. Let's go. Yeah. That see that if everybody if do. everybody gets knocked up a couple yep then Michigan would go to one we'd go to Cincinnati would go to two we'd go to three and Oklahoma State would go to four because we're the five right now yeah or well maybe it wouldn't even be Oklahoma it State be. I think who's the nine. six is it Ohio State I don't know off the top of my head Michigan Ohio State fucking oh run it back with the Cincinnati Notre Dame rematch dude, dude that'd be the battle of the, the rematches playoffs. holy shit Georgia and Alabama get COVID I fucking well, no because the NCAA is not going to listen to us well listen they're they just going to be idiots and advance the other teams they should by the way I don't want anyone to get COVID but if it fucking if it happens and it put us in the playoffs oops 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, Monday's show is going to be a lot more focused on uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, because that'll be our last show before that game. Dude, the show after that game, if Notre Dame wins, is going to be electric. Electric. So, um, one other sports thing that I wanted to touch on real quick. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the uh, quote-unquote promotion that Florida men's basketball was offering? I did not. Um they're offering you the chance to help set up their basketball locker room. Basically, like, be a glorified manager. That fucking sucks. You have to pay them $350 to do it. Why? <laughs> Who the fuck would want to do that? Like, of all the random ways to try and generate money for your program, like, you pay us to do, like, the to dirty do work. work? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. This is not how like a job works. No, no. The the weird the fucking the fucked up part about that is there are going to be people who do that. Oh, 100%. hundred percent. I hope they get yelled at like actual managers. They should. 
Like, if, if shit's not done on time, like, they're getting fucking chewed out by the coach. Yeah. Like, I hope that happens. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, what the heck? And I also had the exact same thought as you. Like, there are people dumb enough out there that oh, would actually pay for that. 100%. Um, speaking of managers, the Western Michigan managers for <laughs> the men's basketball team, like... I think they're secretly, like, I think they're, like, the marionette guys, and they're, like, pulling the strings behind it. Because these two fuckers were sitting behind the bench, didn't stop talking the whole game. We're, like, yelling at the players talking. Like, they talked more than the head coach and all the assistant coaches combined. I would love to see what the, like, team actually thinks of them. Like, are they, like, do they, like, have a legit future in coaching and, like, this is their kind of, like, warm-up? Or is the team just, like, dude, shut Shut the fuck up? There was one time where I don't know how this happened, but so they're sitting behind the bench, right? There was, like, a timeout called, and one of the managers was out at, like, half court, like, high-fiving the guys. I was like, how the fuck did you get around the bench that fast? Just hopped it real quick. He probably did. Yeah. But, like, dude, like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, it was, it was down on the other end. He was high-fiving them when they were, like, walking at half court. You know how fast you got to get up and get over that bench to be able to do that? It's all for the love of the game with those guys. Those guys were fucking, they were, I don't even want to say they were electric. Because, at, at, like, it's, at the start, I was like, these guys are nuts. And then I was like, all right, like, tone it down a little bit, boys. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are a little much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, any other sports talk you want to get into? Um, no, but I have a like kind of dumb thought that's related to sports. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking a little bit about uh, MLB uh, free agency mm-hmm. and everything like that, and then I was thinking about Marcus Simeon signing with the Rangers, being like the first one. And then obviously Corey Seager went, and they both got a fuck ton of money. Yeah. But obviously, like that team is not good. Mm-hmm. So they have to know that they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. So my question then is how much money per year would you have to be making to be like, fuck it, I don't really care about winning? Uh, my original thought, because I, because I don't b- know if you're going to accept this. Because b- b- Also, because both of them could have went to teams that are in a, a spot to win and right. made similar money. Not Maybe not the same, but similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what... I'm looking at here. My original thought is I would need to be making somewhere between 10 to 20% more than I would be making on a winning team. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so they they paid Marcus Simeon 7 years and 175 million. So he's making 25 a year, 25 mil a year. Yeah. So you're saying So if 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 you're I saying, was, if the say, White say Sox like, offered me if I was Marcus Simeon and the White Sox offered me like 20 20 then would you take it? Then the 25 is like on the low end of that threshold of like I'm making 5 million dollars more a year on a team that's not going to do anything. That's just so the other part of this that I think play definitely plays a factor is how old you are yeah because like if i'm if i so if i'm marcus simeon marcus simeon is a little bit older for a second baseman if i was like if i signed that contract if i was like 20 like say 26 
like right in my prime and I'm signing away the next seven years of my prime to go play for a shitty baseball team just to make like five million extra dollars a year I'd be like all right maybe not I'm not gonna do that like I'd restructure it so that I could go to a good team you for the Rangers yeah I mean no state income tax in Texas still I would I would I would restructure it so that like so if I was if I was 26 right I would be like instead of signing like a seven-year deal I guess they're looking at guaranteed money I would have done like I would have bet on myself a little bit and done like a four-year deal with like a good team and still made it like a fuck ton of money like you could he could have easily swung like a four-year like 110 115 million dollar deal and made basically the exact same thing yeah I, I guess know. he wants a longevity because he's a little bit older too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in that like ten to twenty percent threshold. It needs to be ten to twenty percent higher than what a winning team is offering me before I'd start to consider it. So but I think again, it's I think, also like these players are making like twenty five million dollars a year. Like yeah, your your grandkids grandkids are not going to have to work a day in their life if they don't want to. Like you got a lot of money banked. Yeah, up. yeah. Because it's not like it's his first contract either. Like he's ma- he's been making big bucks for years. Eh, not not like technically, not, not like a huge lot bucks, but yeah. But like compared comparatively speaking yeah. to you know the average person, right? Yeah, I mean you're going between apples and oranges. Like it's the same. Like you're pretty fucking close to the same thing. I don't think I would even consider signing for like a shitty team until i was like 28 at the earliest so i got what another couple seven, of years of seven primes before i got assigned yeah. with a shitty team <laughs> like if i know i'm in my prime i'm trying like i'm trying to win and maybe like maybe we can't really talk about this because we've never been in that situation and maybe it changes once you've like you know went through the whole off-season free like being a like an actual free agent and everything but like and maybe the money gets to you but like i like at the end of the day like if i'm playing a sport like i genuinely want to win yeah like and if it's like hey man you could be making fucking four million dollars more a year going to this team but like they got no chance of winning like dude fuck four million dollars like i'll i'll fucking make that off endorsements and other shit and i want to go win a goddamn world series yeah so like there's part of me that like and i think baseball is really the only sport that like that's prevalent in like you can get a couple good people on your team on basketball and like like the nets were shitty and then the nets are fucking really good now so like it's not like one of those things where baseball is really the only sport where like if you sign two superstars your team doesn't be automatically become like amazing right like you sign two superstars and basically any other sports like all right now we're picking it up like now we're in the right direction like the rangers are still gonna fucking suck it's funny to think about it too in terms of corporate america like, uh, you know, 28 years old in sports, you're like, tailing off, off on prime. your prime. Like, you know, you got to start thinking about what you're going to be doing after your career. 28 in corporate America is like, I feel like when you're prime, like you're just starting. Yeah, seriously. Like, you're far enough out of college that you're not like dicking around with some random job. Mm-hmm. And you're like just now, like, I'd say l- very late 20s, like 28 on the early end, 29, 30, and then like, 30 through, I'd say, like, 38 is, like, your corporate America prime. I would even say, like, like 20, 28 to, like, 
43. I was going to say, well, I was just going in life in general, like 28 to like 35 maybe. I feel like it's almost like the prime of your life. Yeah. Where like you're young enough that you can like still go out and do things, but you're also like established enough hopefully in your job that like you're not fucking eating ramen noodles every night for dinner and living in like a shitty apartment, you know? Like you got a little bit of base to you. Nothing wrong with ramen noodles. I'm saying not eating ramen noodles like out of necessity. You're eating ramen noodles no, willingly. Yeah. Not out of necessity. That's me. So, I feel, yeah. But then it's like, you think about sports, it's like 20, like, this guy's getting pretty fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> so, give you something to think about. Yeah. That was, that was my ones. I got a lot of other dumb thoughts, but yeah. that was my sports-related dumb thought. All right. So, we're going to take a break real quick, um, and we're going to jump into taste testing well do we want to keep rocking with the dumb thoughts and then because i still taste got testing at the end yeah i still got a lot of dumb thoughts all right I, I got some dumb thoughts we can just do that okay you want me to go first go right ahead so i got a couple of them um so oh, fuck <laughs> no i'm just thinking of like how i want to how i want to go about this all right um i'll go with my shit list first I got well, I got somebody that add to my shit list. Um, people who have uh, official in their Instagram name and have like 500 followers. Oh yeah, like yeah, dude, yeah. fuck you. No one ever thought that was a fake account of you. Like the only time you can official, have official shed some light. Yeah, the only time you can have official is like when you're famous. Yeah, like if if you have less than like I'm gonna say if you have less than like 25,000 followers, you can't have official in your name. But speaking of official in social media, we got our second blue checkmark follower. Hey. How you doing? But like, I was, I was scrolling Instagram the other day and like one of my friends that I follow like posted um, a like Instagram picture and then like he like tagged somebody and it was like official like so-and-so. And I clicked on the profile. It was like 600 followers. It's like, dude, you like – the only reason you have official in your name is to make sure that people know that there aren't like this is like the real one of you and there's not like fake accounts that yeah. are trying to yeah like like be you. It's like no one's trying to fucking be you, dude. Like you don't have to have official in your name. Right. Like you're just a douchebag. Fuck you if you have official in your name. Twenty five K, that's the cutoff. Over twenty five K. Uh you're not allowed to do that. So fuck you if you have official in your name. Agreed. And you have less than 25,000 followers. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two car dumb thoughts, and I'll save kind of the rest for another. Car? Yeah, car related. Okay. All right. And this one might be, I think you might be against me on this, but I want to just throw this one out there. I don't think it has, but... I think the new Corvette is getting close to jumping the shark on being a cool car. What do you mean? It looks sick. Mm-hmm. Seen way too many of them already. Like, I found out that they weren't that expensive, comparatively speaking, to, like, luxury cars. And now I feel like everyone's like, look at me in my fucking sick Corvette. I'm rich. And it's like, not really. Uh, it's the fake person's rich car. It depends on yes. the trim level that you get. No. If you okay. get like the most basic one, 
Yes. Okay. Well, uh, let me just tell you something real quick. No one fucking looks at the trim level. Me. There's you, there's like one percent of people that care about that. Me. Ninety nine percent of people just see the same Corvette. Yeah. And it's the fake person's. It's it's like the it's the look at me. I have a cool car, but it's not actually that cool of a car. Car. It's still cooler than other quote-unquote cool cars in that price range. Sure, because I feel like there's not that many. Like, what car would you put up against it that's in the price range that you would also identify as a cool car? Well, it's tough because of the the trims. Like, if you get just like a base model Corvette. shut the fuck up about the trims. We're going just like you buy it off the lot car. Yeah, so you could just get, like, an average BMW. And I'd take the Corvette eight days out of the week. Sure, but I feel like the Corvette is, like, the try- like you're trying too hard to be, like, I'm way more rich than I actually am. Like, the BMW is, like, yeah, like, I live, like, a, a decent lifestyle, and it's, you know, it's nothing crazy. It The BMW is, like, exactly what it fucking set out to be. Where it's like, I'm nothing special, but like I'm doing okay. The Corvette's like, hey, look at me over here. I'm doing really well. When it's like, I'm just doing okay if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't know. I still like them. I, I, I still think they're like sweet cars, but now I, I'm seeing too many of them. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like you're trying way too hard, you know? Sure. It's like the fucking, ooh, look at me. Fuck you. Like, I know you're not that rich. <laughs> Because it, then it's like the other way. It's like every time that there's like a, like if I see like a Lambo or like a Ferrari, I'm like, damn, like that guy's rich. Like you can't buy that car unless you're rich. You can buy a Corvette if you're not super rich. So I think it's getting to the point where it's almost like, you know what it almost is like? It's almost getting to the point of like Teslas. Remember like a couple of years ago when you used to see a Tesla and be like, damn, like that person's fucking rich. And now it's like, there's just a shit ton of Teslas everywhere. Like, that's what this new Corvette is. Where, like, it used to hold a lot of weight when it was, like, the old school Corvette, and it was like, ah, oh, it's got the big where, front. Where are you seeing all of these? Oh, dude, I see them. There's there's a person that lives in our apartment complex that has one. There's three people that go. The Corvette? Yeah. The new one? Yeah. There's three people that go to the gym that I work out that have one. And one of them fucking works at Five Guys that owns it. So, like, it ain't that fucking special. They're still sweet. They they look really cool. I will admit that. Yeah. But no, I think you kind of ruined it for me by knowing the price. If you would have just told me that it was like the same amount as like a fucking <laughs> Lambo, I'd be like, damn, people are big pimping right now. That's sweet. Yeah. But the fact that you told me that it was like pretty like like a slightly above average cost, like nothing crazy or anything, I was like, oh, kind of fucking eh. But the, okay, I know you don't like the trim argument, but when you get to like the top, I tier don't even things, know what the trim. I don't even know what that means. Okay, you can buy like the most basic new Corvette for like sixty thousand dollars, right? Which is still a lot of money. If you get like the top of the line new Corvette, you're you've crossed over a hundred thousand dollars easy. Okay, sure. I don't know what the difference is. They all look the same. That's my problem. There's no difference between the top of the line one visually. 
visually. They all just fucking look the same. To the average person. I know you're going to be like, uh, well, it's actually fucking 0.5 inches lower to the ground and the acceleration is fucking 6 miles per hour faster. No one fucking cares. It looks the exact same. To most people, yes. To 99% of the world. Alright, carry on. What's your next car dumb thought? What is the line in the sand on when do you become a douchebag for putting too much modifications on your car? Mm, that's a tough one and it depends on the car. Okay, so I feel like the two biggest are trucks and Jeeps that are the, the most modified, like visually modifi- modified car. Yeah. When do you become a douchebag on both? See, ah, dude, I don't know because I like both of those types of cars. I like them even more when they're modified, but my modifications are like taking what you get from the factory and just making it a little bit better. Okay. See, I think that's fair. Like, I, I I have a clear line in the sand for trucks. Okay. It's, it's one of two things. If you need the fucking, like, the step to get into your car, like the like the little side rail, if you need that to, like, physically get into your car, you're a douchebag. You got too big of tires. Okay. Or you're just too small. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. And if you're too small and you, you need that step, you're probably a douchebag anyways. Probably. And then my second one is uh, if you have a truck with the tires that are like that go in, you know what I'm talking about, where the rim is not the edge of the tire, yeah. it goes in. Yeah, yeah. If you have those tires, you're also a douchebag. I wouldn't have them on my truck, but sometimes when they're done right, they look okay. Very rarely. I like, that's that's my thing. I prefer like the, everything everything the, if like, it's done off road tires. Yeah. Everything if it's done correctly can look good. Yeah. But I'm saying like I'm I'm talking very stereotypically speaking, like you look like a douchebag if you have the tires that the rim is not the outside of the tire. Yeah. Also, it's like if the rim is not the outside of the tire, you clearly have that truck just to show off and not because you actually need a truck. Yeah, less And practical. then it's like and then it's like oh, then you're even more of a douchebag because you don't actually need this fucking truck. You just wanted to be an asshole who has a giant truck. Right. Jeep it's very it depends on it almost depends on the person more than like the actual modifications. <laughs> okay. You know? Cuz like when with the truck it's like if you have those modifications, I don't care what you do or like who you are, I still think you're a douchebag. If you drive a Jeep, you can still have all the top-end modifications, and I'd be like, that kind of looks fucking, that's a cool car, but if you're, like, if you're getting, like, the grapple hook in the front, and, like, the off-road lights, and, like, the roll cage and everything, and it's like, oh, yeah, I've never been camping, I just think it looks cool, it's like, okay, then go fuck yourself, you're a douchebag. My my least favorite modification for the Jeep, and it's probably one of the cheapest ones that you can do is when people put, like, the angry eyes on the front that, like, cut off the little top part of your headlight so that the car looks like it's just... I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, what? Man, yeah. The I modifications for me for Jeep are big tires, maybe a little, like, body kit, and then it's the the front, like, little, like, uh... 
cable thing. You know what I'm talking about with the on the grill. Angry eyes. Oh, I I don't think I've ever seen that in my entire oh, life. Yeah. yeah, I've I've never even seen that. My my modifications are like I said, body kit, big tires, the front little grapple thing or whatever the fuck it is. A winch. The yeah, and then the lights on the top of the front of the car on the on the roof. Those are like the modifications that I've seen. And those are all, like, in and of itself look cool. But if you're a guy that's like, oh, yeah, I just go to, like, my 9 to 5 every day and I don't do anything outdoorsy, it's like, all right, well, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fair. I love how you didn't give any answers to any definitive line in the sand. Because I'm trying to think of how, how to describe, like, okay, if I were to get a Jeep or a truck— like my modifications, I'm not putting. If I had a Jeep, maybe I would put a, like a little bit of extra lighting, but like nothing crazy. I'm not talking about you doing these. I'm talking about when you see somebody else. Okay. Just so, judging solely based off their car alone. And if you see them have a like X modification, you're immediately like, you're a douchebag. All right. Here's the two answers for trucks it's the Carolina Squat. Where your back end is lower than your front oh, yeah. end. You just look like an idiot and there's no practicality to that. And for Jeeps, it's when you put rubber band tires on them. Don't know what that is. Like the really thin tires with like the the deep dish type wheel that you were talking about on trucks. You've seen Jeeps with those? Multiple. I don't think I've ever seen a Jeep with those. Yes. Jeeps require off-road tires. And when yeah. people try and put the, the tiny little rubber band tires and then put like a plastic cover around the their spare tire in the back to try and make it look like a mercedes i've seen that too and i can't stand it i don't even think i don't think i've seen the plastic wait why would it look like a mercedes because they it's like a plastic hard plastic like color matched to the g oh so it's like the g-wagon yeah okay yeah gotcha I don't know if I've ever seen that either. Yeah, that's that's a Chicago special right there. I also think I also think that if you have a custom decal on the back windshield of your car, you're automatically a douchebag. Sure, I can get behind that. Or if you have your Instagram in the bottom right, oh. of it, you're also a douchebag. Uh, yeah, take it or leave it on that one. I don't. That that's like that's like ninety percent. There's like the the one out of every like ten that are like, eh, you're not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I got a couple dumb thoughts as well. Let's run through those real quick. First off, um, our Elf take that Elf is overrated. I got a couple messages saying that we're wrong, but... Elf's, elf is... I want to make this clear. Elf is not a bad Christmas movie. Yeah, that's the point that I was trying to get across yeah. as well. It's just played people, too people, often. Yeah, people hype it up to the point where like, it's the greatest fucking Christmas movie ever. And it's not even it's not even that people have that take. It's that people have that take and it's it's the greatest fucking Christmas movie ever. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. Yeah. That's the take that's incorrect. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to clear that one up. Second one. Um Samsung Galaxy, I think, and maybe potentially future iPhones. Like the folding phone. But that's still like a normal touch screen. Yeah, I don't know how those work. How does that work? I just don't understand it because I feel like I'd fold my phone and crack my screen. Yeah, and how when you unfold it, is there no line? Oh, there definitely is. Supposedly not. I Talking from people who I know who have owned one or who know people that own one. Maybe it's like one of those things like it's like a, 
if you fold the paper. Like it's still connected. You know? Yeah, I do. On the I front side, maybe. It. I don't get it. I just also don't think I'm ever like, why would I ever need that? iPhones have been doing me just fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if it but it is kind of it tempting to be like, hey, I got a flip iPhone. I think, dude, I think the fl- I think the flip phone phone's glory was the fact that it wasn't a touchscreen. Yeah, like the best thing was fucking slamming that thing shut and being like, nope, done, bang. I feel like I couldn't do that with an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. My mind hasn't fully grasped that concept yet. Um. And then my last dumb thought here, listener submission, shout out to PT. Um, Thoughts on airport bar friendships. Do they belong in real life is the way that that PT phrased it. And then sent me a screenshot of him and uh, what's this guy's name? David. Guy named David that he met at the bar. Okay. 90% of the time, no. No. They don't belong in real life. I agree. There's 10% where, like, maybe you're chatting it up. It's like, like if you're flying from somewhere, say you're flying out of Chicago, you're flying back home, and the person's like, oh, I'm also flying back home. It's like, oh, like, and then you get to talk, and it's like, oh, like, what are you doing in Chicago? It's like, oh, I work, like, so-and-so. It's like, oh, I work, like, close to you. Then, like, maybe, and, like, maybe you guys are, like, you know, watching, like, a football game there. You're hitting, like, talking, like, just bros being bros. But the thing is, like, the only... Like that, maybe that's the one, like the 10%, but counterpoint to my own point, I'm never going to ask that dude for his number. I'm never going to like, like our flight comes, right? And I'm never going to be like, yo, fucking bro, give me me. your number. Text me. Yeah. I'll fucking, we'll meet up. It's like, no. So like maybe, maybe if you have the fucking goals to be like, give me your number. Sure. But like, I'm never, I'm never asking a person for their number. Yeah. I've never, I I've never had that experience. I have vacation friends, people that I met on vacation that have now become like actual friends. Like I've stayed at their house multiple times, which I I don't know if that's supposed to fall in that same realm or not. I feel like they're kind of adjacent or maybe cousins or something. No, no, no. Well, it depends. Again, the vacation friends, like if you're there for a little bit and you see them multiple times. Yeah. That's, that's a different story. But then, but then to continue to be friends with them outside of that time that you're on vacation i feel like is somewhat rare but i have that i don't have airport bar friends i mean i dated somebody that i met on vacation yeah and i dated him two years after i went on said vacation (laughs) so i mean like you really want to talk about the fucking the the outlier i'm probably the outlier vacation friends yes airport bar friends no yeah that's my my take. I agree, and it's it's all about the time you spend with them. Yes, like yes, you're yes. if you if you can spend multiple days with them, then you can actually be friends with them. Right. I'm not texting somebody, especially a dude, like the hour after I met him. You know. Hey, to each their own. All right. But that's also just me. I'm not going to text anybody ever. So. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. That is where we are wrapping up our dumb thoughts, but not the show, because as we promised on last episode, we do have a couple taste tests coming to you. Um, We got some Evan Williams spiked eggnog and 
some spicy PB&Js. We're doing Reese's Peanut Butter Cups mixed with Sour Patch Kids. In my opinion, I think we go eggnog first. I'll tell you I'll tell you the two things that are wrong with eggnog. <laughs> As Jack's looking at the bottle. One, and I said this before, the name. Yes. Eggnog is horrible. It's like yes. meatloaf. Their PR team needs to just fucking rebrand it. Agreed. I don't know what they need to rebrand it to. But it needs but to they, be something yeah. different. And then, like, the look of it. No, okay. Uh, that's where I disagree because I think the I think it looks delicious. It doesn't look like it it doesn't look like something I would I could drink like alone. Like this this looks like a glass of milk. And if I saw a fully grown man drinking a glass of milk just like hanging out around the house, I'd be like, Oh, this guy's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> it's a little bit um like more on the tan side than milk though. Milk's like pure white. This is like kind of beige. I'm, this, I'm really excited for this. You actually. know what this kind of looks like, and this is this is my like kind of gross you out a little bit. It looks like something I'd like drizzle over my food. It looks like it looks like a glazed donut. It looks like I'm drinking glaze from a glazed that goes donut on top of a cinnamon roll. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looks good to me. I actually like, but the thing is, I actually think this is going to be pretty good. Let me see this. So what the nog? What is this? Okay. It's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, blended whiskey, rum, and brandy. All mixed together. And uh, the only directions on here say to chill and enjoy. It's historically known as milk punch. Yeesh. Do you think this traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg yolks, and egg whites? So you're drinking eggs and milk. But I think this is going to taste like original Southern eggnog. I think there's going to be like cinnamon. Yeah, that that's when it can fucking. That's when it would really go. All right, I'm cracking this thing open. We're gonna pour this out. I'm gonna give it a little sniff test first. Obviously, I think we go no sniff. I gotta sniff it. No, go no sniff. Oh. No, no sniff. sniff. All right, just I'm, straight taste. I'm pouring... Because, dude, the uh, sniffing it influences oh, how you. Dude, this is like thick. That's what I'm saying. I don't like thick liquids. Okay. Not a thick. I'm not a thick liquids type of guy. There's a little bit in each glass for Jack and I. No sniff here. We're going straight to the dome. Cheers, Cheers to the nog. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Oh, I don't mind a little bit of nog. Oh, that's good. I don't mind a nog. That's good. That'd be even better if it was colder. I just bought it not too long ago. You so. know what? You know what? It also kind of looked like. Ooh. Ooh, the aftertaste, like the second part of that coming back, dude. It like it warms the insides. This is definitely a drink. Because I heard this debate on on a different podcast that like someone was like, I could drink eggnog all year round. No, 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 no. This just is a- this is Christmas. I was this is this it, is cold weather. I was gonna give it from like the day after Thanksgiving until like the middle of February. You know what it is? If if it's appropriate to drink hot chocolate, it's, it's also, also appropriate yes, 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 to yes, drink yes, yes. eggnog. Boom. Okay, that's I'm, the time limit that you can drink eggnog. I'm in on the eggnog big time. I'm fully endorsing eggnog. Maybe not all eggnogs. This is the first eggnog I've yeah. tried. <laughs> Than just a bro, fucking normal eggnog. But Evan Williams, original South 
Original Southern Eggnog. It's a good nog. That's good. That's a That's good, good nog. Ah, mm, okay. I'm, I'm a fan of a good nog. Big nog, guys. All right. Um, we going into some spicy PB&Js here? Yeah. The thing is, I'm nervous about how this is going to taste immediately following the eggnog. Do you want a little palate cleanser? I might I might just sip a little Miller Lite down. <laughs> okay. Clear all that out. So, uh, got to give a shout out to Fights from Barstool with this idea. Everybody that has tried this has been very pleasantly surprised. I'm very nervous about this. I... I I'm more I'm more nervous about this than I was the eggnog. Me too. I was pumped for the eggnog. This I'm a little bit hesitant on. So, for anybody that doesn't know, Feidelberg from Barstool came up with this thing that he calls spicy PB and J's. And again, it has been everybody that has tried it has been very hesitant to try it at first, but liked it a lot after they have tried it. And what it is is Reese's cups and Sour Patch Kids, and you eat them at the same time. Now, when they did it, I don't remember if they had regular size cups or mini cups. It was it was a normal size cup and two Sour Patch Kids. So uh, I we're kind of like doing the reverse. Yeah, we're doing two mini Reese's cups with one big Sour Patch Kid. I'm also I'm also go, I'm going red because they they said it doesn't really matter because it all kind of tastes the same, but I just feel like red for the spicy PB and J kind of works. Red like your jelly. I almost feel like that that might be enough right there. Oh no, I'm going I'm going I'm still going, going two double stack it like a sandwich. Yeah, I'm, I actually am making this spicy PB and J. Yeah, so. Do we one go, red do, Sour Patch Kid stuffed in between two mini Reese's Cups. Do we want to go like one and one so we're not just chewing on yeah. the air for like yeah, 10 yeah. seconds? Jack, you, you want... take yours first. <sighs> All right. You want me to take mine? No, I got it. All right. Jack's going first. The sandwich is in his mouth. Don't give any sort of thoughts. I don't want to be influenced by your reaction. <laughs> a lot of chewing here. Kind of a thick sandwich. Like I said, I was I was more excited for the eggnog. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. I feel like the ratio is off too. Okay, Jack's good. All right, I'm putting my. By the way, I would like to know that I I actually didn't give a, a a reaction at all. No, none. A lot of chewing again. I was contemplating life at the moment. He's he's smirking. He's laughing. Can we, do you want to give our like answers on three? What are we answering like? Like if you like it or not? Okay, there we go. Down. That's down. Okay. It's just a yes or no. I mean, do you want to get you want me to give mine and you give yours, or like what? How do you want to do this? I don't know. I fuck with it. That I was actually, so good. I really <laughs> do like it. I was about to say I was actually kind of fucking fire. It really like, and it's so weird to think about like spicy PB and J because it's like, dude, I would never want to try a spicy PB and J, but that's the most accurate way to like no, describe no, 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 no. that. I think it, I think it really mm-hmm. is. It's not spicy. It's processed. It tastes like an uncrustable. Like, you know okay. that that peanut butter and that jelly is not real, but it tastes close enough to actual peanut butter and actual it's just, jelly. It's, it's got like a little kick to it almost. Not like a spicy kick, but like a, ooh, how you doing type of kick. That was, 
That was actually pretty fucking solid. That was solid. really good. I hate that I kind of figured that out now because I'm just going to be buying fucking peanut butter cups and Sour Patch Kids. You're not even one that really likes uh, yeah. peanut butter. Well, so I didn't like peanut butter growing up. And then I had a like a, a come to light moment <laughs> earlier this year because I was drinking I was drinking like a, almost like milkshakes that had peanut butter in them, and I was like, you know what, these kind of actually fucking rock. But I'm one, I'm one of those people that's like, I don't really I'm not gonna go out of my way to eat peanut butter, but I'm also not gonna be like you peanut butter. Like I'm not gonna eat that. How about that? The two fucking for two spicy PB and J test tries there. I might fuck around and go with another one. <laughs> Toss me a couple of fucking. I don't know if we have. There might be. We might be out of Reese's. But hey, that's all right. We'll continue it off the off the air. Son of a bitch. There's more in the. Pantry, yes. I think. The spicy PB and J. Two things we gotta. Three things I'm endorsing this episode. Spicy PB and J. Eggnog. Pat scales. Let's go, baby. It's my endorsements. All right. Well, that is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light, episode 134. Hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll catch you on uh, Monday. And uh, in the meantime, drink some Miller Lights for us over the holidays, wherever maybe, you're hanging out. Maybe splash in an eggnog every once in a while yeah, if you really you want go. to. There you go. Wash it down with a spicy PB&J <laughs> and watch a Pat Scales highlight on YouTube. Let's go. All right, we will catch everyone on Monday. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.